Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I'm here today with the fabulous... Lily Adele. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Happy to be here. I have been dying to meet you in real life for I don't know how many years it has been that I've followed you. But probably ditto. a couple. Really? Yeah. I feel like, yeah, because I met you, well, when that sweatshirt came out, that was what, two years ago? Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably been like maybe three or four years I've been following you. Something like that. Yeah. I know. I'm a huge fan. Anyway, Lily, tell me a little bit about yourself for some reason. If someone doesn't know who you are, give us the elevator pitch, the 411 on Lily and how you are here. I can ramble, okay. so I'll keep it short. Okay. So my name is Lily Adell, and I am the owner, founder, creative director of Click the Label. Click is a collection of women's basic bodysuits and dresses mm-hmm. that are like your fundamental pieces in your wardrobe kind of vibe. And I feel like I am here because combined with the brand, I feel like I have a social media presence that's mm-hmm. very much based on like, this is what I wear, this is how I'm styling my every day apparel mm-hmm. and I feel like that might be a little relatable so yeah. that to combined with the brand um, creates kind of like an aesthetic and a hand in hand kind mm-hmm. of thing and yeah that's pretty much me <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're like the real life it girl but like when I follow too many social media influencers which I love to do like sometimes I know how it is like you need to like put out content but I feel like you're just like living the reality Thank you. Does I that think, make sense? Yeah, yeah. I You're agree. just like living the cool life. I mean, thank you. I love that you think <laughs> it's cool because, I mean, I just feel like social media, I've always treated it like my diary. Mm-hmm. Even back when like it was like, I mean, I'm coming from a time where there was live journal. So, <laughs> I mean, that's what was happening when I was in high school. Kay. So, you know, I've gone through all of the stages of the live journal, the MySpace, Facebook, and then now Instagram, mm-hmm. where people have obviously monetized so well on it. And, of course, I have to an extent as well. But I just kind of feel like I've always just said, this is what I do in my life. This is what's up. And this is just kind of like my take on it. And I just show my reality. And, you know, sometimes I'm not in a mood to post. And sometimes I am. And sometimes my outfit's cute. And sometimes it's really boring. So (laughs) I don't know. I just kind of feel like it's just a little glimpse into my everyday. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I. I try to romanticize my life, so I feel like people think that it's more aesthetic than it is, mm. you know? And so I feel like you see that, and then it does feel probably a little bit more cool. But, I mean, I'm, it's just... I mean, who doesn't, though, like, show the cool parts of their life on social media? Yeah, yeah. But also, like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like when it's a little bit overdone, it doesn't feel authentic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why certain people do so well, too, because they do show this is exactly what it is. Here's an mm-hmm. unfiltered version my best friend for example like she has such a fabulous job and it's like this is that's fun for me for social Mm -hmm. like I like to see the people who just show it for what it is and it's not so like fake and like 
propped and set up. Uh-huh. Um, but anyways, long story short, I feel like I appreciate that. But it's just definitely like my everyday life. And I just, you know, come and go as I please. Mm-hmm. No, totally. <laughs> that reminds me of... Do you follow Vivian Westwood on Instagram? No. Okay, uh, you should because they, the other day they had their Paris Fashion Week show. Yeah. And I'm not kidding you. It looked like, not a 13-year-old, like a the coolest 16-year-old you know took over their Instagram story and they were posting like, it felt wow. like they like weren't asking for permission and like the, yeah. and Vivian Westwood <laughs> would be like, what are you doing? But it was so cool. And so it was the most like authentic I've ever seen a brand capture a wow. show. It was crazy. Oh, I love that. Like, it was almost like too much fly on the wall, but in the best way. Yeah. Well, also, I feel like designers should probably take note from that, right? Yeah. Because it's like, they're, it's so serious. It and it, it's always been so unattainable. And especially with the way that things are fl- going now, I think that's a really smart thing to do because Mm -hmm. it makes it one more exciting Uh and two like it makes it more accessible for other people like I know Vivian Westwood had that necklace yes. that everybody's wearing. And it's like, do they even know who she is? Yeah. Like, do they no. even know the story of the bridal dresses mm-hmm. and all those kinds of things? So it's really cool because now you might introduce that to somebody. Oh, 100%. And then they might one day want to get married in one of her gowns. Uh-huh. So it's like, I don't know. That's really smart. It is very, really smart. Very, smart. I, that necklace, like, took the world by storm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is wild because it's very, like, I mean, it's so iconic. It's been around since... Paris Hilton there. Oh, exactly. Yeah. 100%. Anyway, speaking of style, you're from LA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Born and Born raised. And raised yep. Valley girl. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and how, what is that like? Because I can't even hardly comprehend that being like, I'm from the Midwest. Like I grew up with like the sports, the seasons, yep. college. Like what's it like growing up in LA? Like give us a little. So we grew up where when we were in senior year of high school, mm-hmm. we were going to Ladue. Hilarious. Which, we're the hills. Yeah. And Stop. we were running around in the backgrounds of all those shots and stuff. Like, And then we would go to home room the next morning. So it's definitely a little different. I joke because my boyfriend's from Sarasota, Florida. And he always says, like, I can't understand what your life was. Yeah. Because we experience and we're open to that kind of stuff so early. Uh-huh. And, you know. That was our experience. And so we got burnt out early, too, though. So, you know, it was definitely really fun. Um, so what age was that? Did you start going like there? 18. Okay. Maybe, I love it. Yeah. I mean, we were. <laughs> I mean, it's sp- like the TikTokers now. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Well, we weren't supposed to be there, but that was like a, also a golden era of the clubbing. Like, 100%. We would see, you know, the Hiltons of this or that, like Lindsay totally. Lohan coming out and stumbling out of the club. And of course, like, we were always sober because we weren't quite there yet. Yeah. But, that's what we experienced and that was like our normal iconic yeah and so you know we weren't really into sports or anything Uh like that but we definitely you know grew up um my best friend and i we had like notebooks where we would pass to each other where we were like obsessed with them and then we would see them at night and then it just was just like wow this is kind of really iconic and it was just a whole different experience than what i feel like everybody else had mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. It was always so easy. Like it was twenty minutes from our house. Uh-huh. And wait, was... how would would you? I'm like, was there Uber? No, no. So, so what would you do? It's another reason why we had to be sober. We would have to drive ourselves. Drive. So we would drive. We would get so dolled up and be there so early. Wait until like the time to walk in, and then we would leave after an hour and a half because we had to go home. Dead. So yeah, yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> I I do agree with you. I feel like that club. 
like hype is not there anymore. Like the no. hides, the one oaks, the like that used to be the shit. And yeah. now why is it not like the shit anymore? I guess it's Saddle Ranch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like where do you go? No, I mean that's what I always say. Like where do where do the like, kids go? But I feel like it's a lot of house stuff these days, yeah. right? Like house or, like, parties, events, like parties, like yeah. brand parties. I do also feel like the pandemic changed a lot. I don't think clubs will ever ever be what it was. Really? I think it's done. I don't know. It was just a different time. It also, was. music was different. You know, True. we had DJs that didn't just like, I don't know. It was just like a vibe. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm in a lost words. I mean, I always think about this because I have girls at work for me that are much younger. Uh-huh. And they tell me the things that they do on the weekend. I'm like, that is so not fun. <laughs> what do you guys, do you guys dance? I didn't feel like all the whole time they're videoing themselves. And it's just oh, kind of true. like, what? don't you guys talk to each other? Do you mm-hmm. dance? Like, do you like take pride in like dressing up and like all these things? It's just like, I feel like everyone goes out in sweatpants and does a little video of themselves and the whole time. And so, I don't know. I just don't feel like it's, it's very different. I will say <laughs> Two things. One, the dressing up part. Like, I feel like, yeah, I agree. People don't, like, put an outfit together like they used to, kind of. And the dancing, that's so true. People just, like, I feel like are on their phones. The whole time. But what's weird is when you, like, know someone from social media or you guys are, like, friends and then you see each other out and about. Like, I'm the type of girl, I'm like, hi, how are you? (laughs) I'm like, remember when we followed each other a couple years ago? Like, I'm that type of person. But most people aren't. They're, like, awkward. They don't want to say hi. Like, And I get it. Yeah. So I feel like the phones, maybe, is what makes it weird. Yeah, for sure. Again, we didn't really have that back then. Like, we took photos on a digital camera. Which is iconic. I mean, we still have those SIM cards. Yeah. That's what you call it, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We still have all those things. But, yeah, Yeah, memory cards. But, like, it was different. Mm -hmm. It was not like that. And, like, if you wanted to post the photo, you had to wait, like, two days. And like you, there wasn't color correcting. There yeah. was none of that. No you filter. took the photo. You had, if you had a zit in your face, that was going to show. Yeah. And you would post it on your live journal, and then everyone would, you know, so ooh and cool. awe from there. But you know, it was just a different time. And I do think the phone has totally changed all of it in general. Yeah. You know, like. Even up until prior to pandemic, when I would go out, you're looking at like the tables, like the bottle service. Yeah. Everyone's just typing. We used to just be on top of the table dancing the yeah. entire night until our feet were like swollen. So I don't know. It's just it's different. But long story short, to answer your question, growing up in L.A. and in that kind of world was really exciting. We have all obviously amazing stories, but I do feel like we burnt out. Like I'm at a point now like you can't pay me to go to a club. Yeah. I'm it's no. Mm-hmm. If there's too many people pushing and shoving me, like <laughs> it's goodbye. <laughs> no, that is true. Yeah. So question though about when they were filming the hills, were you guys watching it? Yeah, they did it like in live time. Like it would be out there and all the cameras everywhere. Were you guys like, because I feel like I was obsessed with the hills. Were, were you and your friends obsessed with the hills? I, I think it was also a time where we didn't know what it was yet. Got it. Right? And then when we knew, of course, it was like, oh, we were there and it yeah. was really fun. But I was not, I've never really been into that kind of stuff. Um, but my friends definitely loved it and uh-huh. it was definitely a treat. But like we would see Misha Barton all the time mm-hmm. too. What's that show? OC, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. all those kids were all over the place. And so it was just, it also desensitized us to celebrity. Totally. Like we weren't, in the beginning, it was exciting because we were kids, but then we're like, oh. You're like, oh, a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like, you know, whereas someone maybe from the Woodwest, you come there and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe these people are here. It never gets old, I'm sure. So 
we the star thing just kind of faded for us. We were uh -huh. just like, yeah, we see them all the time. And of course, I've always worked in Calabasas and Woodland Hills, Hidden Hills. Uh -huh. You and see Drake. Live. Yeah, you see Drake every day. So yeah. it's like, exactly, hey. so cool. <laughs> okay, speaking of the Valley, that's where you that was the birth of your first store. Yes, correct, LA. Yes. Okay, tell me a little bit about that. Like, and how did you get into into fashion? So I've always just worked retail um, mm -hmm. since I was like 15. I've just mm -hmm. had an extensive career in retail. And I knew early that I'm not the type of person to work for other people. Kay. Because, of course, I'm a Capricorn. I think that I'm the boss yeah. and that I need to be in charge of everything. So Slay. eventually it gets to a point where it kind of was the only thing to do for me because I just felt like I knew enough to do it on my own. And so very young, at 25, mm -hmm. I opened my store. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Thank you. I also I, feel like at that time, like being an entrepreneur, like especially female, like that was not normal. And I mean, I felt like I knew enough, but also I had so much more to learn. Yeah. And so, of course, like very much at an early, and from the beginning, I was constantly learning as I was going. And I had my parents help me, which was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And so I opened the store and it was this huge store and it was very, very overwhelming. And it was it was also very exciting. But, you know, for about nine years, I had it in my own hometown where mm -hmm. I grew up and I went to high school and everything. So I had a lot of support. My friends. That's awesome. Yeah. My friends, my family, you know, my parents, friends and family, like everybody was coming in and it was mm -hmm. it was so exciting and it was so fun. Um, but I had it for about nine years and we did kind of like the fast fashion kind of thing that like you see online all the time. Okay. But before those stores, like like let's say the Fashion Novas and the Princess Polly and uh -huh. stuff, before those like really picked up, I was selling them in person and mixing it with brands like let's say Levi's, A Goldie and things like that. Love A Goldie. So that you can kind of pair like look, like you can have your, like my motto always is, it's like you'll have your fundamentals but then you have like a little bit less expensive stuff mm -hmm. to mix in. And yeah, I did that for a pretty good amount of time until it was time to say goodbye. <laughs> to wrap this up in a bow, like what did you learn from that slash how did you decide you wanted to move on to having an e-commerce like brand? And um, yeah, like what, what did you learn from having a brick and mortar store? Um, it consists of blood, sweat and tears. There is a lot of work that goes into mm -hmm. a brick and mortar because you physically have to be there every single day. 100%. And, yeah, and there, you know, I know like, some people feel like, oh, it's like a fun shop kind of thing. Yeah, it's fun, but like it's taxing. And 100%. you, I, you know, I hate to sound like, like this, but whatever. You, the amount of work that you're putting in for what you're receiving or you're getting out of it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's a labor of love. That's what I always say. Like, it's a passion project, unless you're like, let's say, an Elise Walker or one of those really great designer stores where you're, it's, like a house of Mecca, like a yeah. like a fashion house, it really makes no sense. And so, well, for me at least, in mm -hmm. my perspective and the kind of lifestyle I wanted to live. So I started to feel a little bit kind of like trapped because I would travel and then like I would feel like a guilt or I felt like I couldn't leave. And my employees, like they were, I had a few, a handful of really good ones, but then also a couple bad eggs that made it like I I felt like I couldn't leave the store alone. Mm -hmm. And then it it took a toll on me. You know, I want to I want to travel, I want to date, I want to do things and I want to also do other creative things. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't able to do that. And I don't know, eventually, you know, click came up 
maybe what, like three years or two years to your two years into the store. Got it. And I saw how much it brought life back into my every day. And I was able to get creative and do fun things and make something mm-hmm. out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And I just enjoyed the process so much more. And again, it was reliant more on me in a different space. So I started to really take, it took me like a good two years to make the decision. And finally, I was just like, you know what? I think this chapter is done for me. Um, I'm just going to focus on the e-com so I can fully give it 110%. Mm-hmm. And I did. And it's it's it was very sad for me. because oh, I can only imagine. It's like literally like a funeral. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was all I knew forever. Mm-hmm. I've just been basically like you know, working, it was very sad for me because I felt that I had, it's all I knew because I was getting up in the morning and going to work and then socializing with my girls who were like my friends and then, you know, the customers that would come in, it was like a community. Mm -hmm. So then all of a sudden I'm working from home full time in my office. It's hard. I'm like, I need to talk to somebody like I would like call my mom for two hours a day like I I need to be social (laughs) like I felt like it ripped apart out of me and I'm just now like finding my rhythm Mm -hmm. it's taken almost like nine ten months um but it's very complicated (laughs) it's hard Mm -hmm. but um I love the e-com side because you're reaching so many more people Mm -hmm. and that for me has become kind of like my saving grace because I'm seeing my stuff on people across the nation, yeah. even places like Dubai, like which is so cool. fantastic. Whereas my store was limited, you know, just to my community. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's pros and cons, but yeah. ultimately I think it was the right decision. I love that so much. And it even just like, I can't even imagine the like different types of people you have now wearing it. It's mm-hmm. like different ages too. Like I'm sure... It's such a fun thing to see, uh, like, across the internet. Absolutely. I will say, though, like, there's nothing like trying things on in person. Yeah. And it does make me sad that we're in a world where there aren't that many stores anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I always think about this. Like, on a Saturday when, or on Sunday when the man's is watching football, I just want to go shop. <laughs> you know? No, that- and, and there's nowhere to go, yeah. you know? Or there's a few places, but they're all very expensive because they're the only ones who really survived mm-hmm. the pandemic. And it's it's tough. So I don't know. I feel it makes me, it does make me sad because sometimes, especially jeans, I want to go in a store and try yes. on thirty pairs of jeans and just be like, okay, I'm good for the season or for the next year. Hundred percent. It's it's truly impossible to order jeans online. And mm-hmm. they're what next thing you know, if you order just a few to like order to try on, it's a two thousand dollar invoice. And then yeah. like I don't know, it's not the same. No, totally. I went to the Century City Mall for like the first time in like forever the other day and I was walking around and I was like this is incredible yeah I was like this is crazy yeah like I'm I I, it felt it almost feels like you're on a scavenger hunt and when you find something you actually want or that fits like a glove you're like yes yep like it's like rewarding yeah (laughs) yeah you feel like someone gets you yes but like having so much access to the internet at any time to like buy whatever, obviously it's such a huge privilege we have, but also yeah. it's like, I don't know, something about being in a mall and finding like that one or two, those one or two pieces Yep, is like so fun. Yeah, and then like just walking away with a bag. Yeah. Right, and just feeling like you got a solid piece, mm-hmm. you know? And I think sometimes with online, you order something and there's a part of you that goes, whatever, I just don't wanna return it. I don't wanna deal with it. Oh, 100%. And so you don't necessarily always love, love it, 
like maybe 80%. Yeah. And versus when you're in a store, you're sold. You're 100% in and you're so happy with your purchase. Uh-huh. But because you did it, you've already done legwork. And then when you're ordering something, it's just kind of like, oh, well, I don't want to deal with the whole process. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about Liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. But I feel like you've done a great job with Click, like making it feel like you're there, showing how everything fits. Like I love your stories when you're showing because it's primarily bodysuits, correct? Body suits and dresses. I'm wearing a dress now. So cute. Yeah, I need to get you. I need to get a dress um, or a bodysuit. But yeah. <laughs> um, tell me a little bit. Why did you want to start out with bodysuits? So it seems like a challenging thing to start with. It is. Creating a bodysuit that fits is actually really, really hard, mm-hmm. by the way. 
but I'll get into that. Oh, so, yeah. Are you so kidding? I always had this idea when I was when I had my store because I always felt that bodysuits look the most polished, mm-hmm. right? Like you'll wear a t-shirt and then you tuck it into your jeans all day and then you're like go to the bathroom and you have to refix it and mm-hmm. like it never looks right and then like a piece comes out and it's annoying. Yeah. So, and then also like if you want something just to fit nice and snug on your body, nothing will look as good as a bodysuit cuz of course you know, snaps at the yeah. bottom. Um, and so having my store, I always saw that people would look for it and they wanted just easy stuff mm-hmm. and no one was making it. And if they did, it was either very expensive designer mm-hmm. and or it wasn't practical. So I alongside that, you know, I would take these mental notes of what people were looking for. And this was one of the most in demand. Wow. And and people just wanted basic colors because, you know, mm-hmm. most people, especially when it comes to basics, they want it in every color. Mm-hmm. So I said, OK, well, I'd love to create a bodysuit brand of basics and just do black and white. Mm-hmm. That was like my initial thing. And I w- always said that I was going to name them after my friends mm-hmm. because like, you know, your click or your ride or die friends, they always come through for you in the clutch. Right. Ah! That's so cute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, by the way, the brand's <laughs> called Click Guys and Click. yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, and so, you know, like you want to be able to go in your closet and grab that bodysuit and throw it on with jeans and done. Effortless, yeah. no thought needed, done. So, um as I started developing it, it I started to see the that it's a very complicated thing. So, that's probably why so many people weren't doing it as mm-hmm. far as basics go because you know there's torso lengths this person is this chest with this length mm-hmm. and they're short with this length you know and I'm short torsoed mm-hmm. and you know and I have boobs and I but I like things big and so like we were going back and forth with it for so long and I think we just kind of like nailed the fit um, in the last year mm-hmm. and we've spent a lot of money in production and development to like really like get it solid so i'm very happy with it that's but. hard production and finding a good manufacturer and yes. stuff that's like it's yeah. so hard to find good people that you can trust yeah and, and i got fabrics yeah oh the fabric is the hardest part for me right now actually because everything that i like is a million dollars and it's just and i'm trying to keep things like a decent Decent price point, mm-hmm. you know, like we're trying to say like within the underneath the hundred dollar mark, especially with the production and the fabric we're picking is really quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some things go a little bit over because, I mean, I can't there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Um, but I got very lucky because my girlfriend actually has a brand and she is friendly with them, family, friends with my manufacturers. Mm-hmm. So she kind of like hooked it up and like set it up from there. And it's a f- actually a female run company. No way. Yeah. And they are so badass. They like the, the manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. OK, awesome. And they're so fabulous. And, you know, they get it. And I'm comfortable. And in an industry like apparel, there's a lot of shady business 100%. a lot of like men that like take advantage kind of thing and mm-hmm. like think that you're stupid so you don't know and so I just I'm so happy to be with them and they take care of me like they help me in that's so many amazing. ways yeah I'm great. so happy for you Thank because you. that's hard it's very hard um but you know like it, there's so many components to it that it, it's never easy you know yeah. like I have stuff that's stuck in Italy right now that I can't get shipped out because their dye house is backed up and my production suck so it's like you know it's and people never, are like where's the new stuff you're like I'm like well I don't know I can't yeah. <laughs> when it my shows up Italy. <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's like you know you never know but um, it being with um, people that 
care and treat your business like it's also um, part of theirs is so great. And mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for having such a fabulous team. I love what you've done. Thank and I'm you. so happy you found good people around you because that's you. so hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of people around you, what was your first big hire? with click like who do you find to be the most valuable person on your team um easy 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 the manager slash my assistant of Mm -hmm. the brand we call her econ manager but she's really like the manager of basically everything of lily adele (laughs) yeah her name is jamie she is actually very young and she's been with me since uh, she's been with me for almost three years. Wow. Shout out yeah. Jamie. Yeah. She is so great because that girl has the patience that I I don't even have. But mm-hmm. um, it's great because she's loyal and she gets me and I'm a very direct person. And sometimes like when I come out, I come out like fierce. Strong. And she just like hears what I'm saying and just gets it done. And yeah. um, she just has been with me and understands what I like and She's just fantastic. Um, she's a doer. She gets things like I don't have to ask her twice. Love she just does it. That. And then she takes the initiative. Sometimes so much so where I'm like, hey, did you want to talk to me about it? Yeah. <laughs> but she just does it, which is great. And you want that from somebody, uh-huh. you know, because you're putting their your entire business, which is mm-hmm. your livelihood, in someone else's hands from time to time. And it's important to have somebody that really carries it as if you were doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, even it's in situations like you know, I had COVID or I go out of town. I want to know that like my business is being run as if it were me. Mm-hmm. And she does that and some and she's fantastic. So I would say definitely her. And she also helps me with everything else in my life. Love. <laughs> like for someone that's in your position, they're looking to hire someone. Like what qualities are you looking for when you're trying to hire? Well, that. Yeah. Um, initiative is mm-hmm. very important. But um, just someone how, who... How can you see that, though? Sorry, I didn't interrupt. No worries. Um, good question, because I feel like that's something that doesn't show until you're actually working. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, like, with her, like, I took a leap of faith okay. because I really liked her approach. Okay. She came up to me at a pop-up, and she knew I was going to be there. And she walked up to me and said, Hi, I've emailed you my resume and I just wanted to introduce myself to you in person before you open it and let you know who I am and what I'm about. And I was like, you know what? That's some shit I would do. Yeah. So I love that. And she didn't had no retail experience, nothing. Mm-hmm. But I knew that because of her approach, she would be eager to learn. Mm-hmm. And so I took the time and invested in her and taught her. That's smart. Yeah. So yeah. I think... Like, approaches everything. People don't realize that. Like, there's been times where I've, like, said, we're hiring for so-and-so. And then people email me and go, hi, I'm here for, I'm applying for the position. Where's your resume? Yeah. What, what, who are you? Mm-hmm. Where did you learn to do that? Yeah. I'd love to know. No, literally. Because when I was in high school. you think you are? Yeah. When I was in school, we were taught to do what Jamie did or, mm-hmm. like, put the resume together and, like, be very straightforward and professional. Mm-hmm. Or so, creative, like, to stand out. Like, yes. obviously, I'm not saying, like, send something ridiculous. But, yeah, you have to do something that, like, isn't crossing the personal boundary line, but you do have to stand out. Stand out and, you know, represent 
present yourself in a sense mm-hmm. of way. You know, like back then, like the thing to do was like do, you know, make your resume pink or something oh, to show like yeah. this is my personality. I'm fun. I'm this. But yeah. like look at the look at the, you know, stuff that I've done and so on and so forth. Like show who you are. Mm-hmm. And anyways, I mean, we can, I can go on for days. But um, <laughs> no, I love it. I feel like, you know, being you're not going to in this business I feel like also you're not going to know everything so you're you know I think also come approaching a situation being like hey look like I don't have the most experience mm-hmm. but I'm so eager to learn and I know that like should you hire me I will be able to provide you know loyalty and consistency and I'm happy I, I, I want to be taught I want to grow in this field that's I think that's so underrated just yes. being like I'm willing to learn transparency mm-hmm. and I don't know I just feel like especially at that age I'm not expecting you to like have worked in you know at that point at 25 years old I had worked in like six different retail stores mm-hmm. and I was a manager of pretty much all of them mm-hmm. but I, I didn't I started from the ground up my first job was Babies R Us yeah, slay. <laughs> honestly I literally was a cash re- I was a cashier and then I was a baby register manager hell yes Regis- really. yeah so it's like I mean you no one starts automatically with their first job is mm-hmm. like you know something f- amazing you work your way up and you know you have to you have to take the jobs maybe sometimes that not everybody wants and you grow from there and it teaches you skills like that first job although it was not who I like it wasn't fantastic in any Mm -hmm. way but it taught me how to be on time discipline Mm -hmm. you know working in a corporate situation teaches you a lot of things like you know listening Mm -hmm. you know you have a boss you have Mm -hmm. expectations and I don't know. Those are fundamental things from each job that you carry on. So Absolutely. as long as you're willing to learn, I think that's important. And um, again, sometimes you don't know unless you take a leap of faith on somebody. But I'm not going to take a leap of faith on somebody who just like, hi, I'm here for the position. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Impress me. Say something that might yeah. make me feel a type of way. Yeah, like may make you like triple do a double take. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's really hard, though, because these days no one wants to really work. Like, oh, no. <laughs> Sometimes people need to get their ass up and work yeah. <laughs> these days, as Kim K would say. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of people who uh, feel like it's an inconvenience. Mm. And and I don't know. I feel like uh, there's also like a beauty in like a trial process. You totally. Know? I'm huge on trial. Yeah. Like, like three months thing. Yeah. Hire them for and let them know straight up. Like, look, like this is a trial basis. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have a 60 day probation period of some sort and go from there. Because, again, you can't tell from everything. Totally. Speaking of employees, how do you know when to fire someone? And what's your approach there? So... I get really worked up and I get really upset, unfortunately, and he's work on that. No, I think it's so like people don't talk about this, like how hard it is to fire instead of being the one being fired. Like it's harder to fire the person. It's really hard. And I, I don't know, I am an empath, so I feel everything very deeply. Mm -hmm. And so like when I feel wronged or like disrespected or taken advantage of, I like start to like harbor it inside and I start to freak out and so sometimes like I need time away so like I'll literally won't show up to work for like three days and I'll work from home or whatever Mm -hmm. and I'll think about okay like how can I approach this what's what am I really mad at Mm -hmm. what can I say and then like of course then I'll have the conversation where I'm calm and like can stick to the facts because Mm -hmm. I don't want to like you know take it there but I, I don't know. Like, I feel like once I start to see that someone is either unhappy or not a team player, I feel like that's pretty much it. 
and they they've got to go, mm-hmm. you know, or like I'll one of my favorite things to do in those kinds of cases be like, look, I feel like you're unhappy here. And let them just do it for me. Oh, like, that's a smart way. <laughs> like, just let them just tell me what they want to say. And I'm like, well, you know, if you're unhappy, like, by all means, you know, if this is not the place for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I try to say it as calm as possible and, you know, let them kind of decide on their own. But mm. um, I don't know. It's, it's very hard because I'm also young, too. Yeah. And I like I'm spicy. Yeah. I, you know, my, <laughs> my feelings get hurt. So it's yeah. like, you know, I feel like. It's it's a very hard thing to approach. It's so hard. It's very hard. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like also just like being female, like it's just more emotional. I yes. don't know why, but it is. Yep. Like it just is. Do you ever feel like or when you're when you want to fire someone, is that something where you're like you put it in the calendar like, hey, I'd like to chat with you? Yes. Okay. I won't tell them yeah. that it's happening. Like, it's, hey. it's in my calendar. Yeah, we need to have a meeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk. Um, but you know what? To be honest, I've never really had to. F- I've only fired two people mm-hmm. in my career so far. Like knock, that's great. Knock on wood. That's, yeah. I don't have to deal with that. Um, most of the time, it's always been like you know, with retail, it's hard to keep people because they like move on to like their real thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like my favorite girl. She had to leave me. She was with me for many years. She was going to be a nurse. Yeah. So it's like you know. They, they're with you for X like amount season. of time yeah um, they're not going to be with you forever a lot of my girls went to school like mm-hmm. it's just it is what it is so yeah. um, but I felt very lucky overall with my employees but there's been a handful that I'm just kind of like yeah it's, your energy has got to go yeah yeah it's it's <laughs> messing with my energy yeah, yeah yeah what do you feel like has been your biggest lesson you've learned starting click so far with click, I would say learning to roll with the punches. Okay. Right. So like things like the delays, I've mm-hmm. had to really learn to um, just deal with it and mm-hmm. figure out either an alternative situation or, okay, how am I going to deal with this? Mm-hmm. What, how, how can I accommodate the delay? versus I before I would like freak out. I'd be like, oh my God, I have to drop this on this day mm-hmm. because it's going to push this back and then this and people want new, like I would create all these problems for myself and there's just nothing you can do at this point, mm-hmm. especially with all the things that have happened with production mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. Um, you know, the prices of things have gone up, mm-hmm. you know, everything again is stuck in customs and things like that. So it's like, You've had to learn to just kind of like brush it off your shoulders. And that's hard for me because, again, I'm... You have a plan. I have a plan. And again, my nature is very disciplined. And so when things are not according to plan, I freak out. I get that. (laughs) I get that. What's your sign? I'm a cancer. Oh, okay. But I don't act like a cancer. Really? Yeah. I. So my... This is so LA. I just found out recently that my rising and my moon, that's what it is, Mm -hmm is a Sagittarius and I re- I resonate with that. I'm like much more fiery than a Cancer. Well, they say the older you get, you start to turn into your other moon in your rising. Really? Yeah, you start to relate more to them. Okay. So I'm a Capricorn and then my moon is at my emotional side. My moon is a Cancer. Okay. Which is why I'm very emo. But my rising is a Scorpio. So I'm starting to feel more of a Scorpio okay. because I like get hot-headed. Got it. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I definitely have both. Like sometimes it depends on the type of person. Like if I'm close to you, that will really like emotionally affect me. If yeah. I'm not close to you, then I'm like, whatever. I don't give a shit. Like, well, that's good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like it kind of depends on who it is. Yeah. 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 Or what the situation is. But 
<laughs> I really believe in that stuff, though. Really? It's very weird. I feel like I don't like to believe in, like, things that, like, I don't know. Is there a science to uh-huh. it? But I don't know. I just think it's so interesting because some people are, like, dead on. Yeah. So I feel like it has. To, there has to be something to it. I agree. I do think, like, when I find out my friend's signs and then look at the compatibility, that is weird. I'm like, whoa, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or do you ever do Enneagram stuff? Or have you taken the Enneagram test? I haven't. Test? I have a friend who told me to do it, and then, like, the quiz took so long. At some point, I was in the middle of something, so I never went back okay. to it. You but... should try that out. I'm a three. I okay. feel like you might be a three too. Really? Or maybe are you a perfectionist? Yes, I'm. I have OCD a bit. Okay, you're probably a one. Then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. But I'm a three. So okay. a three is like the achiever. Like you have to be the best. Yes. You have to. Which you you kind of give me that vibe too. Like you like to be a leader. You yes. have to you know do everything the best. But one is the perfectionist. Like things can't go out of line. Which yes. makes sense why that bothers you so so much when production. Yeah. 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 I see that for you though. I feel like you're very like goal oriented. I, I think am. that's a really great quality. It is it's your it's a blessing and a curse. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Talking about social media influencer marketing, how much do you rely on this for your business and with click? Is this like your prime way to market yourself or do, are you using like email what are, what are you using so right now um social media definitely is like the prime channel to reach people mm-hmm. uh, because i think what's nice about instagram besides the fact that you get to create this cool content for your stuff it's like you decide to clock in on it whenever you want mm-hmm. it's not invasive it's not annoying right and so it's not like I'm sitting there texting every single human being like, you know, back in the day when I would work in retail stores. Like, hi, we just got all this new stuff in like every four days. Mm-hmm. So it's different. If you want to see it, if, you, if you're interested in what I have to say, here you go. And you choose it's to on, follow. Yeah, yeah, it's on you. Um, but lately, like I do see because of the algorithm, it's so impossible to see the things that like you want to see without yeah. turning on the notifications, but then you get. A million notifications mm-hmm. every day. Um, so we've done the SMS thing where we text. Cute. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because I don't want to be annoying because uh-huh. I've been on that side. I We don't text often. Uh-huh. We just, you know, when there's a drop, we let you know there's a drop. If there's a restock, we let you know. Mm-hmm. if Stuff like that. And then we do cohesive emails to match that. Um, so it's not crazy but I do do the Facebook ads and things like mm-hmm. that because you kind of have to these days mm-hmm. um, but that's pretty much like the bulk of it I think that we probably should do more and we probably will because I as time progresses I'm seeing that now also people are moving towards other apps and things mm-hmm. like that and I do feel like Instagram is kind of a little slow right now it's yeah yeah so do you guys have a TikTok account we do but mm-hmm. I like don't know how to get popping on TikTok. I'll help you. Yeah, please do mm-hmm. because I don't know. Like on my personal, I don't get served the things that I want to see. And so, what? Yeah, like I follow things, but like I feel like somehow, like, have you ever seen those houses that like <laughs> this is something I went deep dive into? This is niche. Okay. Yeah. Go have ahead. you ever seen those houses where like they have all these like t- uh, modern gadgets? Wait. And like they're in Japan and stuff. Yes. Like, oh my god. Yes. I. They- have- 
Yes, those are crazy. <laughs> it's like the girl walks in from work and then she like has a shoe cleaner. Yes. I well, I'm obsessed with Japan to start. Me but too. All of a sudden, I, that's all I see, which is fine with me because like <laughs> I've been on a deep dive so many times and I just it's all tech. Yeah. For hours, I'm just watching and watching and I'm obsessed with it. But it's like, well, I also want to see fashion. (laughs) And then I also want to see, like, show me the stuff that, like, in fashion that, like, hits. Okay. And so I don't get served that. So I feel like I'm, I'm, like, in a weird territory with a TikTok thing. I'll start sending you good TikTok so it gets on your feed. Please. And, like, (laughs) tell me what it is that's going to make things happen because I don't know, like, how do people even get viewers? And it's just, they always say, like, oh, consistency. You have to, like, post, like, six times a week or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like... But I don't know. Like, if I, I think genuinely, if you just did your stories and posted your stories from Instagram on the click, I would watch that a million percent on TikTok. Really? Yes. Like, not not even the photos. Like, you know, when you like are in the mirror and you're like, "Hey guys, this is my outfit." Blah 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 blah. Like that. It TikTok craves like what works on there is raw, like authentic. I know everyone says this, but like s- extreme candid, almost like. Like what thrives on there is bad lighting, like yeah. almost like crunchy looking people. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, you, aesthetic on Instagram is what works. Like the aesthetic, like the cool girl, whatever. Yeah. Like your stuff is aesthetic just naturally, but like the most casual in the mirror selfie video is what will do well for your page. I think on TikTok. Oh, okay. That's what I think. Okay, I'll do that. No, I. I I hate the, um, it'll be like videos of the model posing and it'll be like, wear this three ways with a sound. Like that's over. It's like yeah. they want people to talk. They, they want it to be more personal. Like just dancing around to a song I feel like doesn't do it anymore. Yeah. Do you feel like audio is good or like literally talking? Like are songs still a thing? Or people are literally like, hey, this is my outfit for today. I did this and this is this. Boom. I think you like... You fit your brand so well, so you talking is what I personally want to see from you okay. versus, like, other brands. I see why the audio hits for them. Like, you have to have, like, for instance, Jamie or another employee that's, like, crazy Gen Z always on TikTok. Like, have them tell you what the it song is because there are ways that brands can, like, really be funny Yeah, with, like with the sounds yeah do you know what i mean but you have to be so it's like a timely thing like yeah. you have to be like sound comes out see this trend next day boom like and clicks on on, it. onto it yeah do you ever feel like if it's a brand that like has a a vibe mm-hmm. it might be cheesy then like if you start to do those things because this is what i battle because if i'm just totally being totally that. honest yeah, yeah i feel like okay look i got a vibe i know what i like and mm-hmm. i know like what i fuck with i like really cool lines i like blazers i like sleek chic whatever mm-hmm. and then i'm like well and then it you know these trends on tiktok are a little bit young and or you know some of them like are border cheesy and yeah. i'm like well does it take away? Like, I don't know. Like, it's like a fine line. I think then like 90% of your stuff should be on brand, the like cool vibe, Lily, like aesthetic and like you talking, like definitely that. And then maybe that 10%, like you throw and see what hits. Yeah. Like using a t- sound or a trend because like it's inevitable, like trends are trends for a, th- for a reason. Yeah. Like they get views. Absolutely. Whatever. But I don't think like make it <laughs> like 
conform to the TikTok like Gen Z like renegator. You yeah. know what I mean? Like <laughs> you don't need to be woeing. Yeah. Like or dabbing. You yeah. can just like <laughs> you can uh talk and your stuff. I think just like you're cool. So like if you're interested in it, it'll be interesting. Okay. Well, if you see any audios or whatever yes. that you think that I can do uh-huh. uh, with minimal amount of like <laughs> dancing around or yeah. anything, send it my way. I'm happy to mm-hmm. try it. Or even like you guys could be creative. Like I'm thinking because you have so many friends like who are kind of in the influencer, just like social media fashion space. You could be like the TikTok could be like you being like texting my friends to see which bodysuit they like the best. And then like you send it in the group chat and be like, oh, or like texting my friends to see what I should wear. Like, and then that's a story. It's like you send it, it's a screen recording of the text. Your friends all like the cutout bodysuit versus like the long sleeve. Then you're like, okay guys, this is what I'm wearing. Like just make it yeah. be creative that way. I think. Smart, that's very smart. I'm gonna or do like, that. Yeah, yeah, you should. Yeah. And also it's fun <laughs> because people are like, oh my God, like Sivan shows, blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah. I, what are your other friends? It's uh, Annie, Annie, or, yeah, yeah, Kelly, yeah, yeah. Sophie. <laughs> yeah, like Sophie's chose, blah, blah, blah. Like they're arguing. Even like they could be like, bitch, no, this one's better. Like, yeah. Get them to be sassy. You yeah, know what I mean? no, I love that. I think that would be fun to like see your guys' dynamic. I love and that. And then it's like more personal. It's like you do that when you're going out anyway. Yeah. You could even be like, guy, you could have a night where you plan a dinner and you're like seeing what my friends um, showed up in. Like I told them to wear my brand. Let's see who styled it the best. And yeah. you guys have a competition. Very cute. Or like stuff like that. I, I don't love know. I that. feel like that. I love watching that because that's like real life and it's fun for you guys to do in real life because you're like, Let's see if I can beat this bitch, you yeah. know? But like, but also it's fun to, for the viewer because like in real life you're having fun, so it's interesting to us. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I feel like, you know, content is a full-on, full-time it job. Is. It's a full-time job. Yeah. And I feel like the trends go by so fast before I even like really like get a chance to like enjoy <laughs> yeah. it. Um, so I feel like, yeah, you just have to be on it. That's uh-huh. just what it is. I will say with TikTok though, what's cr- amazing <laughs> about it is like, that can really sell out a product. Yeah. So that's my other question. Do you feel like people are buying? Like when you see something on TikTok, yeah. are they translating to sales or is it just more brand awareness? I think it's uh, that's what's getting sales. Instagram in my head is brand awareness. Ah, yeah. okay. That's interesting. Uh-huh. I don't know. I think something about TikTok, like it feels... I guess kind of like the idea of shopping, like when I find someone, they're like, guys, this is actually good. And you can tell it's authentic. Like it's not an ad, like, holy shit. Like I can't believe this fits or whatever. Like same with the, like this, that skims bodysuit that people went, or that it was like an undergarment, but they wore it as a bodysuit or like random shit like that. I'm thinking of like Tinks had a cup that like went viral on TikTok, stuff like that. Like people, (laughs) it's almost like I find stuff to buy on TikTok. That's interesting. Well, I feel like people's attention is more there also. Definitely the younger crowd, Yeah, I I will say. Like, I feel like still, like, you know, my older friends are still on Instagram. And also YouTube, like, YouTubers really get me to buy stuff because I'm, like, watching a full haul. Yep. And I actually get to see. Whereas, like, TikTok, it's, like, one clip or two two or three things. Yeah, yeah. YouTube, I'm, like, when I'm clicking a fashion haul, I'm trying to shop. Huh. Okay. But that's just me. Yeah. No. I, I know. Well, you're what matters. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Okay. Lily, I love the business stuff. I truly have looked up to you so much. And like, Aww. just as a boss ass bitch, like, I'm like, this girl, like, I look at your life and I'm like, I want that. So what you're doing is great. Thank you. That's Seriously. very sweet. Um, last few questions about style. What do you feel like is like the staples everyone needs to have in their wardrobe? 
And like be specific, like where should they buy it from? What do you recommend? Yeah. So I'm very, very big on a white tea. Okay. Everyone needs a good um, white tea, but I think there's like three that you need. You need like a white cropped, you need like an oversized boyfriend, and then you need like something fitted. Mm-hmm. And um, specifically, Click makes an oversized white t-shirt bodysuit. Thank so God. So it's nice. It's called the Walker, and it like snaps at the bottom. So when you wear your jeans, it feels like a I big need to get t-shirt. That. It's it's so perfect, and it comes in a few colors. But um, I think those are probably like my most personally worn items, mm-hmm. and I do think. The next thing would be denim. Okay. Wait, can I interrupt? Yeah. What What the heck do you wear under the white t-shirt? Like, what kind of bra? So, it's actually really funny because I get this question more than anything. Really? It's so I feel bizarre. like I always struggle finding a bra to wear on any. What brands do you like? I haven't found one that okay. I love yet. <laughs> well, I will say Skims is a pretty damn good job. Okay. They they have a couple new ones that just came out. Yeah, I, I feel need like to try those. I saw like there's one that almost kind of is like a very bralette sports bar-y kind uh-huh. of. Um, it's just very seamless. Okay. And then the mesh stuff to me is very clean underneath, so it mm-hmm. doesn't really show. Like I've always had this issue where it shows that line right. Yes, in the front. I hate that. Yeah, and like they're they're good because they're supportive, but I don't know. Like I feel like they they've done a pretty good job. Um, but I'm a big bralette fan. Okay. I really like bralettes because they're easy and like, I don't know, I feel like at the end of the day, I'm like over it. I want to rip it off. And bralettes I can truly wear all day long I and also feel hate comfortable. The, the strap here when mm-hmm. the t-shirt's tight, like on the sides, it like, I feel like it makes me look bigger than I am. Yeah. Like it Sometimes. like gives you a little the like, yeah, yeah, it's bizarre. But I feel like that's why I like bralettes because they're always like a stretchy fabric True. and they kind of okay. mold to your body. Um, and actually we are in the middle of releasing something. So love to be determined. So post notifications on yeah, yeah. obviously yeah. <laughs> and they will work for these items okay um, smart but then the next thing will be denim and I really love um, I feel like everyone needs straight skinny and like a good boot cut kind of okay. which I think boot cut now is your modern day straight but something like a little bit oversized especially mm-hmm. with the look right now no one really is fully into skinny yeah. anymore and a tight bodysuit with the big baggy yeah. jeans yeah so cute but I do think skinny jeans are still very clutch because you need to tuck them into boots in the fall mm-hmm. or in the winter. And agreed. I love, love, love redone for this. Okay. Redone is great because none they used to do the recycled jean thing, but now I feel like they're just manufacturing their own and they have some stretch in them, which is fantastic. Love. And I kind of have a booty, so mm. I love what they do because it still shrinks in at the waist. Mm. And my issue is I always have that pucker in the back. Yeah, same. It's very annoying. And that's why you can only really like, if you have any kind of body, you can't wear anything but stretch. Yeah. So I think they do a really good job. And then A. Goldie's great. And I've just found Silver Lake denim. Have you seen oh, that? Oh, no. Silver Lake, I think that's how you say it. But um, they have more like the Levi's thing where like they're true jean. Got it. And they fit good. So mm-hmm. I'm really into those. And then the next thing I would say is everyone needs a good leather jacket. Yeah, I agree. A good agree. moto leather jacket, mm-hmm. um, depending on your budget. Zara has good ones. All Saints, Eero. Um, but my personal favorite is Acne. Acne Acne Studios. Love Acne Studios. They just, they, for jackets, they're it for me. Great to know. Yeah. And I think those, like that right there is an outfit. Yeah. You know, white tee, jeans, and a leather jacket. And then, you know, you can wear Mm -hmm. boots or sneakers. But those are like, I think, core. Got it. And everything else kind of stems from there, right? So like if you have the, once you have your leather, then you get your black blazer. Where are your favorite places to get blazers? Well, this one actually is a neen being. But oh, it's Z- so cute. It's it's very comfortable. It's a good it's fit. It's probably like a small fortune, though, huh? 
like like the 300. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think she does a good job of um, designer quality at like a ready to wear price. Mm-hmm. She's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. But look, I mean, I've had this for two years now and I've worn it. I can't even tell you how many times I've worn it. So okay, I really great. I really get my bang for my buck for everything that I do purchase. Mm-hmm. It's like designer. Mm-hmm. Um, but Zara. Slay. Zara's blazers are pretty good. Mm-hmm. If you get it before it's sold out, I, I, they do good stuff. <laughs> I do agree. I just got some like padded shoulder ones Ugh. recently for the fall and they like they make me look cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel cool on them. I'm like, I feel like I run a business. Yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, the minute you put on a blazer, you feel like that bitch. Yeah, yeah. You do. <laughs> and what's so I love how Haley Bieber has really like taught everyone that you can wear it like with dresses, with heels, with mm-hmm. like everything. I can't with her. She's my favorite person. You like Dennis? You look like her. I mean, I'm honored. Yeah, you look like her. <laughs> she. I just feel like style wise, she is so. I mean, and you can tell a lot of it's her. Yeah. Like whether or not she's a stylist or not, she's got that effortless look. And mm-hmm. she also is very relatable, I feel like. She likes to be comfy, you can tell. Yeah. But chic. Yes. And like and uh almost like classic. Like yeah. she likes to wear stuff that'll be just like classic throughout times. Like yeah. not too trendy. Yeah. I feel like she's like the princess die of our time. She is. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, same. So much. She's iconic. She's yeah, love her so much. Um, okay. Uh I'm always so envious of like the designer pieces that you buy. Okay. And I love <laughs> you. Please do a luxury haul. Yeah. Like on. <laughs> I, I need to see it, Lily. Please. Really? I feel like people get like weird about it. I, 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 I get <laughs> for happy. you personally. I get happy. Okay. You, okay. There's like whatever that it's for a certain whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'll send you. I'll send you private videos. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> on your close friends I just get like you know I think sometimes with that stuff like people feel a type of way you know? know some people love it I love it but then some people are like wow are you flaunting I'm like honestly like I buy good things like shoes and bags because I've learned to do that I well this is what I was gonna say is I feel like you are so smart with your purchases like I hardly ever I don't think I've ever seen you buy something that I'm like why the fuck did she buy that like Thank most of the, sometimes people get like a whack ass color or whatever I get it it's trendy it's fun we've all been there yeah but I want to hear your thought process behind buying designer because the stuff you get I feel like you're like I've had this for 10 years and I'm like that's crazy <laughs> that's still trendy so talk to me about it so Okay, I think that with the beauty with the designer is quality, right? Okay. So you're buying into the kinds of leather. They don't they don't make up the prices. <laughs> There's a percent of it yeah. that goes towards the name and like mm-hmm. what it is, of course. You know, like Chanel, the price goes up and it's like, listen, it's the same shit from the past 20 mm-hmm. years, but you're buying into certain things. However, overall, the leather, the this, the production, the value, like what's behind it is reasonable, yeah. in my opinion. And you know just like you said i've had things for like 10 years 15 years you know and it's just goes to show you that it has gone through you know like the test of time and it's Mm -hmm. held its shape and its quality and so forth so what i just do is like i have a rule to start with that i don't buy anything designer unless i can come up with five outfits off the top of my head love that right then and there before i push the click the button or purchase or swipe the card or whatever okay five outfits can you talk me through this like if you find that bag you have right right 
that you brought. Yeah, well, like, what are I you mean, thinking? that's a little easier because it's a black bag. Yeah. But like, let's say the Prada loafers. Yeah. Okay, so I've envisioned, I I mean, I can't remember my exact train of thought, but let's say right off, I could say I would wear it with a white bodysuit, like a tight rib wife beater. Mm-hmm. I'd wear that with a pair of trousers and then the Prada loafers. Love. That's one for like a good street chic model off duty. Mm-hmm. Um, another, I would do what I have on a blazer, a, a dress, and my my loafers. Um, I even like it with a cardigan that like buttons a little bit and a little black skirt, socks, Cute. and loafers. Love that. You know, like it's like you have to really like think of it with mm-hmm. what already exists in your wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe if you need to buy one more thing to pair with mm-hmm. it, okay. But like, I don't know. I just feel like it has to make sense for you. And that's also why I stick to black or neutrals because with buying designer with buying Mm -hmm. because it's like okay well if I want to have it for this you know duration of time it needs to be able to play into other looks and Mm. you know throughout the year you know so you know I've definitely bought things that are like baby yellow yeah I mean it is what it is (laughs) but I but I find a way to wear it all summer long or whatever the case is so I think you just have to be intentional with exactly what it is that you are going to do with it and force yourself to wear it like you know I just bought those Balenciaga boots (gasps) I got those in the middle of the summer obviously not ready yet but I was like they're so good and I said to myself I said okay well the season hasn't hit yet and they're going to sell out. And so I made myself wear them with shorts and a crop t-shirt to Hot. a concert. So it's like you have to just be intentional and make a point to wear it mm-hmm. because that's your money. You I will like... say Steve Madden has a great dupe. Really? I just have to say it. Yeah. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Continue. But how many times are you going to wear it? I know. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for my girlies that, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah. Shameless plug. Steve Madden. <laughs> use my code. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What do you feel like are your best like favorite all-time designer purchases and then least favorite, you're like, ah, I could have skipped that one. My favorite purchases are probably my black boot collection. Yeah, you're black. I need to invade your closet. Okay. Yeah. Continue. Thank you. I have I'm so very good. proud of them because I have invested in good quality black boots. And for my personal style, mm-hmm. it's truly just me like that is my look so I am very I I love them and I wear them religiously and so I would say that but is my best or favorite and my least probably I don't know I can go I can go a lot of different ways with this but I'm kind of over like things that say designers name on them I get it I was into it. My younger self would be like, oh, my God, no, they're so cool. Like, you know, you want to show off. No, I'm done. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to get rid of it because, you know, you never know. Maybe I'll have a daughter one day and she might like it. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know. I have a shirt that says Balenciaga like (laughs) 90 times. Maybe like one. No, I get it. One YSL across the front or Celine, fine. But like the throw up all over the shirt, I feel like I'm good. I kind of agree. What about with bags though? Does that still bother you too no, much? Yeah, no. I mean, I, you're buying into a label. You're yeah. buying into like you know a lifestyle. So I like that. But I don't know. I just feel like when it's overly done, I or like you know Versace things like that. Like they're just it's a too, little much. too much. It's a little yeah. too too much for me. Um, even with my denim or anything like that, I don't like anything that has a huge logo. Uh-huh. written all over it um, I really don't even buy like 
t-shirts that say a lot. That's why that sweater, I didn't want it to be overbearing. Like there's nothing on the front, the logo's on the back and it's barely a logo. It's like mixed in. Yeah. So, and like all the sweaters from that drop are like that. So Mm -hmm. I like things to be like a little bit more on the more subtle side. Mm -hmm. So you can wear it more. Too. Yes, people yeah. forget that the, like you've worn this eight times. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it looks just like a white sweater. Exactly. Um, with back to the boots. What boots? I need to know like specifics. So I have a pair of the row, Kay. the black combat <gasps> that boot, the Love zipper. The row. They're so good. I want a bat with a tote. Can you believe it's Mary Kate Ashley? No, and that's what makes it better. Yeah, I forget sometimes that they created this, and like I wish I got to see more of them. Like, yes, yeah, I wish like they would come out at the end of the shows and like just be like, "Hi guys," and just I wish they were active, yes. like on their Instagram. It, they don't even need to be like out and about. Like, yeah. I just want to see if they would like show me if they storied like you do. Yeah, I would not. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I would literally be like, yeah, they're yeah. the it classic. Like, oh my god, it's just so Love wild. Them. I just like in my brain, I think of them as little kids. Yeah, but then they've created this brand that literally, like, I would sell a liver, or I don't even know if that's even worth anything. Yeah. <laughs> I would do anything for the entire collection. Okay, so the everything boots. they make. Yeah. And the, how much do the boots kind of go for? Is it a two? Well, I feel like no. Okay. I feel okay. like they're like a twelve hundred. Okay. And you feel like they're worth every penny. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean mine are thrash at this point though. Like okay. I've I've done a number on them and I've even worn them into the summer. Got it. Like I would wear it with so like a little denim or something. A denim shore and like a oversized tee. Hot. Um love it. I definitely love those. Um I have those Balenciagas. Mm-hmm. I have a pair of the by far yeah, I love their stuff. Uh-huh. They have a really good price point. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they mm-hmm. have a great price point for that quality. is fantastic. And then... There's some like fun, trendy stuff too. Cool. Yes. It's, it's cool. Very cool. And like Shop Op and stuff has it. And like they always have a good mm-hmm. sale or a promo. I so, also like, like um, Colt Gaia. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. I could wear their entire collection on vacation. Yeah, like, they're just sick. Fully packed. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but I, other than that, I have those Prada boots, the combat ones, the okay. ones with that buckle, yeah. but I don't wear the pocket okay silly (laughs) (laughs) so i just have it tucked away um and then like a few other like things but those are like my primaries Uh right now what about bags what's like what are the best bags you've ever purchased ever Uh my balenciaga city bag the classic square yeah mm -hmm. i've had that for many many years i love that bag that bag was popping when i was in high school Mm -hmm. in like 2005 Mm -hmm. and it's it's carried so well Mm mm-hmm and I mean, I like the new one that they did. Like it's like the round, the cagoule. Uh huh. Um, I like that, but it doesn't fit anything. So it's you know. It's... I actually like the old one better. I do too. Mm-hmm. Also, it's just like easy. What I love about Balenciaga is you can throw that thing around, and it just looks better with time. Yes, I yeah. was just about to say that. It, yeah. It's kind of like a leather jacket. Like yes. it looks better with time. Yeah, the more you abuse it, stuff it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. And I just feel like the black, especially, mm-hmm. they pick the fe- the best leather. I think. Okay. And I don't know. I feel like they've always stayed true to their like core. So you love Balenciaga. I love them. They're not my top favorite. Top? They're like top five. My favorite favorite is Saint Laurent. Oh, yeah, you are such a YSL girly. Yeah, well, I'm a big fan of Hedy Slimane, which okay. is their creative, well, he is the creative director of Celine right now, but mm-hmm. he was with Saint Laurent. And during the time when I first started to really invest into like these nicer pieces, mm-hmm. he was doing stuff. And that's when I really kind of realized my personal style mm-hmm. because 
um, I do feel like, you know, YSL, Celine, and even a little Bottega sometimes are a really good blend of feminine and masculine yes. in, in, into a marriage. And I feel very, I feel like it relates to me the most. And I kind of incorporate that into my personal style mm -hmm. because I like to be like tomboy chic. Me too. I'm the most comfortable in mm -hmm. that. But I also know that my body type needs to be wearing like sexier things. Mm -hmm. So those brands really encompass what I want to both what I want to achieve yeah mm -hmm. I love that I I wish that you were like a full-time influencer genuinely so I could just like watch all your stuff <laughs> I just run out of things to say no your <laughs> style and fashion shit like gets me my fashion school self like so excited thank you seriously you're oh, really you good at you it. went to fashion school yeah I went to fit em. oh wow mm -hmm. did you love it yeah, I did. Wow. Yeah. I, d I did study digital media and like digital cinema there, but I still got the fashion fix. So it was cool. That's an amazing major though. Yeah. It was great for what I do now. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. I literally like was had an audio engineering class and it's like, here I am having a podcast. Never in a million years did I think I would need to know Pro Tools. Well, you manifested yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Speaking of masculinity, you have a man's. <laughs> How did we get here? I feel like I've been a part of Lily's dating journey for a while as yes. a follower. I struggle dating in LA. I just turned 25. Give me your tips and tricks, your rules. I want to hear all about it. Well, let me preface with saying that I am 35. Okay. Am I 35? Yeah, 35. <laughs> I'm turning 36. And I kind of just found the person that I feel like fits me if that makes sense. Um, and I don't know if it has to do with age and or how serious I was with intent to date. Mm. Um, but I feel like that definitely played a part. When I was younger, I didn't take it as serious as I should have. I always kind of just... Really? Yeah, I dated the guys that were not serious people. Oh, that's me. Yeah. This is good for me to hear. Yes, I dated the artsy fartsy, like, <laughs> didn't, like, take life serious. And Skateboarder I was, type? I, I, I went for the yeah. bad boy. Yeah. And someone that, like, oh, they understand the way my mind works kind of thing. Oh. But, like, they weren't real people. They weren't, like, real... Like when it comes down to it, there, there was a meme that went at like there was a, at that time around like, yeah, that doesn't pay bills, you know, and it's just kind of like, I don't know. They're not partners for a long term situation. Mm -hmm. They're just fun. They'll write a song about you. Yeah. They're just <laughs> they're fun for the moment. And then that's all the purpose that they serve. Okay. So I don't know. I was always going for the wrong type of person because I was looking to have fun. And I felt that, you know, it wasn't until I started seeing my friends create these beautiful relationships with their now husbands and, you know, creating a life. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I should have taken that time to, like, really be serious. And I could have had fun, sure. But yeah. I didn't need to date them, like, fully be with them. Mm -hmm. Like, there weren't real people to be with. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, no offense to the bad boys and the artists yeah. out there. Like, you know, Little all respect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I... I kind of made a little bit of, you know, errors in that department. Um, and once I started to take it more serious and realize that the kind of person that you want to build a life with is doesn't has characteristics that are more aligned with you. Mm. You know, I want to be a wife. I want to have a kid and I, you know, want to travel and I want a very particular lifestyle for myself. And I had to be 
focused. So the minute I think I put that focus into the air and like started to pick people like that, I found my man's love. Yeah. Um, you guys are adorable. Thank you. Uh, we'll get to him in a sec. <laughs> I need to deep dive more on this. Yeah. Do you, how, what do you mean you were focusing in? Is this like when you started downloading apps? Like be specific. Like how did you date with a focus? Um, I didn't really start like taking it more serious until like right before like pandemic, maybe like a year or two, because I was also very focused on my business. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, once I really just focus on building my life, then I will find that person that will add value to it. Mm -hmm. He will not be my value. He will add. Mm -hmm. That's really, I bring it to the table, right? You know, and I always feel like it's very important as a woman to have your own because you don't ever know. You know, totally. guy could cheat tomorrow and you're yeah. fucked. Yeah. So I always focus on me first. Mm-hmm. So I I kind of approached it like that. And then I had to download Hinge. Yeah. And, you know, I hated it. I hated it. But I in the intram while I had my account, I would kind of like flirt a little bit or like just talk to people. But there was nothing there was nothing promising. Mm-hmm. And in that time frame, people would also set me up with other people that they thought worked for me. And so were you asking your friends like, hey, set me up? I wasn't asking. They were more forcing it. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, you know what? I, I truly believe that, you know, as long as I focus and put the energy out there, it will mm-hmm. happen one of these days. And so I would go on these dates and, you know, I I will say, knock on wood, I never had a bad date. Really? Yeah. I've had some bad ones. Okay, continue. I was very lucky. I date, I went on some dates with some fabulous people. Mm-hmm. M- love them all. Great people. Like, wow. Very, very good people. Just not for me. Okay. You know, and I, I was, again, I was very focused on what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And my friends were like, well, you're being too picky. You're being too picky. And I said, no, I know. I, first of all, there has to be a vibe. There has to be like a connection. Yes. Yeah. I, that, I agree. I feel like when I meet guys, like they're perfect on like, paper and then I'm like I just am not like feeling this it, it's instantaneous yeah it's the minute you sit down and I like I like you I'm very open and I'm like I'll talk to you yeah. and I'll have a good day you know but I'm going home yeah and, and, it'll literally be and, yeah. <laughs> you know I, I gotta go yeah. yeah and like it's just like I don't know like it's not I don't think it's hard I, I imagine this for you too it's not hard for you to like sit and talk to someone oh, for a long time I could period. talk to paint drawing yeah yeah literally <laughs> I could talk to a wall yeah so uh-huh. it's like that was never an issue for me but it was just like a feeling and I wanted to feel like oh okay this is easy like I'm a little nervous yeah, yeah. I'm nervous this is e- like easy I could see myself with this person mm-hmm. and then of course like I'm kind of going down my checklist and mm-hmm. asking questions that I need answers to. Um, and it wasn't until Patrick that, you know, excuse me, I, fa- I met him on Hinge. He was very direct and I loved his approach. Mm-hmm. And we had a five hour dinner and he kind of just, you know, started to shag off all my boxes as we were talking. Where was the dinner? It was in S- Sherman Oaks. Actually, he's really good at dating. He would okay. be a good person to pick his okay. brain at because he was very active trying to find somebody too. He was actually a million times more active than I was. Really? But couldn't, you know, didn't, it wasn't right, right? So he always had this theory that like you have to set up a dinner situation um, or I'm sorry, first drinks, first date was drinks, but like maybe appetizers. Yeah. So he found this place called Augustine Bar uh-huh. in Sherman Oaks and we met there. And what he did was let's order a drink or let me get you a drink. And then once the conversation 
started picking up and he knew that it was a good situation, then he would order the food. Smart. So he had it down to a science mm-hmm. and I'm over there like getting, you know, sauced. But <laughs> <laughs> um but we you know, we had a very long, great day and then he was very straightforward, no games and you know, here we are. Love that. Yeah. I feel like my biggest struggle in a lot of girls like first of all, it's hard to meet someone other than the dating apps. Yeah. Like it's hard to meet someone in real life, which kind of sucks, but whatever. That's just our it's our gen- it's yeah, this generation. It's the generation. Yeah. Um, but the second thing is that I hate is I feel like ugh, I do plan the date. We plan it. We go out. I get ready. I drive the however long it is or like Uber, whatever. We get there. And then I just like it's what it is. It's like, oh, you're a good person. But it's just like I'm not feeling it. And then I'm like, I was wasting yeah. my time. Yeah. Well, I think you <laughs> kind of have to do that, though. Yeah. It's right? like a part of the game. Yeah, I have a friend who said it's a full-time job, right? And she said she would treat it like a job. And she said, you know, I would go on these dates. I would always just go for a drink because I want to be able to get out fast. Me too. I love yeah. the drinks. The drink yeah. thing is smart. Dinner or is like terrifying. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, she did treat it like a full-time job. And lo and behold, she's now married for over a year. She oh, found yes. someone pretty fast. And, you know, it's just about like it's putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually someone's going to match your energy. Mm-hmm. What were your like expectations or things you were trying to check off being like this boss ass bitch? I have a great life. Like you're going to have to be extra great to join it type of thing. Like yeah. what were your what were you looking for? Um, I really value people who are genuine and people who are goal oriented and he's definitely Love. those things um but i i need you to have your own i need you to like do you and like we come together and create something that can not only have longevity but like i said before create a lifestyle that i'd like for myself like mm-hmm. you know i don't i don't want to take care of you <laughs> you know, i for lack of words. I don't want to do that. I need because I won't respect you yeah. then if that's the case. Mm-hmm. I need you to like do you have your thing. If in the future you want to work together, that's cool. Like we do it together mm-hmm. in some capacity. Fine. Um, but I needed someone to have their thing. I needed them to be genuine, family oriented mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and I needed you to have kind of like the same idea of how you want to live your life. Mm. Like travel is very important for me because I'm getting one thing I learned during the pandemic was I need to see things. Same. And I've always seen things. But now I'm like, nope, it's got to happen. It has to happen. I got travels crucial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, what I used to do is work like a dog. And so now and then I would I would travel, but like for two days. Or it was like a very big deal if I left Mm -hmm. the country. And now I'm like, nope, I'm going here, I'm going there. And Mm -hmm. I need someone to be able to do that. And also, I need someone to teach me things. Mm -hmm. I need you to like show show me a new world. Uh Literally. Yeah. 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 (laughs) He's so outdoorsy. And so he's really promoted me to like get up, move my body, do these Mm -hmm. things to really like see things from a different perspective. Because if you leave it up to me, I'll sit on a beach with a cocktail. You are the hottest outdoorsy girl I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, your band <laughs> trip, I was like, he has to be drooling this entire time. Oh, my God. You with your little, like, hiking boots and your little sports bra, like, so cool. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, 
he he definitely has pushed me to go outside uh-huh. my comfort zone, and I'm happy to do it because he needs that I for love him. That. And yeah. so I would have never gone to Banff. What am I going yeah. there for? But I'm so beautiful, right? So beautiful. Yeah. Loki, I didn't even know it exists. He doesn't know that, but <laughs> he won't tell him. <laughs> yeah, He's not yeah, watching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, what a beautiful place. Yeah. I've been to so many beaches in the world, and then this is now my favorite place I've been to. So you know, cool. I'm dying to go. You absolutely should. And go in the fall or spring so okay. that you can see that water. Yeah. It's Lake insane. Lake Louise. Oh, so pretty. So beautiful. But, you know, I definitely will say that someone who can teach me things that I don't already know is a very crucial thing. Because, I love that. Yeah. I mean, again, adding value to my current existing mm-hmm. situation. And it keeps you stimulated, like intellectually. Like you're like, oh, you interest me. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I would like to think vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I definitely, I've definitely brainwashed him that watching my shows are is a very important thing. So, yeah, <laughs> I've taught him lots of things. Okay, what are your go-to shows? I know you're a Game of Thrones girly. What are you what like? What are your top five or whatever? Top five in general. Yeah. Well, Breaking Bad. Okay. But I also watch The Wire, and I'm a big Wire fan. Okay. You literally like your television taste is like a dude. I think so. Yeah. I've been told. I feel like every guy <laughs> I go on a date with, he's like, Breaking Bad, best show ever. I'm like, okay, like I kind of get it. Yeah, I love that. Game of Thrones is my number one. Yeah, and I love then, Game of Thrones. Yeah. And then, of course, like I love like A Handmaid's Tale. I like a deep, dark story. Yeah, you do. I like something to like suck me in and take me somewhere and tell me something that I haven't already seen. And you like can't be on your phone watching it at the same time. Oh like, yeah. yeah. I don't allow the phone uh-huh. when I'm watching my shows. Uh, it drives me nuts. Neither can, he's not allowed either. Okay. Unless it's a stupid thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like email. Yeah. Or work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like we were watching the bling ring last night. I'm like, okay, you can be on your phone. I don't really care. Okay. But if it's like throw house of dragon, there's no phones allowed whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but I did just watch the Jeffrey Dahmer thing. Oh, I haven't seen that. I heard it's insane. Insane. I heard it's scary. It's creepy. Okay. But I mean, I've never seen his story told like that. And so I, I needed to watch it. Okay. But it was very dark. Yellow Jackets is a great show. Okay. Did I'm you watch, watch that? It. No. So Game of Thrones ruined my show situation because I now constantly need to be overly stimulated when I'm watching a show. And I need constant like I'm writing this down. Yellow jackets. Yeah, I'll send you my list too. Please do. Yeah. Okay, that's what I um I I need constant excitement at all times. Uh-huh. So I feel like things run really flat for me. Like I love Yellowstone, but I'm bored. And you know, there's things like that. I watch it for other reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I love um, Yellowstone. Yellow, yellow jackets really fucked me up. What is that on? What streaming? Platform? Um, I think it's. Showtime. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Don't quote me on that, but yeah. I'll find out for you. Okay. But it was very exciting, and it's uh, it's all girls. What is it all about? Girl cast. So this soccer team goes on a flight. Heard of this? Yes. And they get lost in Canada and the Rockies, and it shows these girls, 17, 18 year old girls, surviving. Oh my gosh. And not surviving. And then there's cannibalism and stuff. And then it fast forwards to the ones that survived in the future and how they're all fucked up. It's great. Yeah. Okay, I need a Juliette need... Lewis is in there, Christina Ricci. Love. Yeah. So, so good. Very well cast. Wow. Yeah. And why are you like, I guess, why are you such a Thrones stan? Like, I know you have you have the tattoo. I have two, actually. Oh, you do? Dracaris. I have Dracaris and then I have Needle. <gasps> <laughs> Arya's my favorite character. I love her. She to me is so badass. And I just she was my favorite storyline. Yeah. Yeah. 
she's my favorite too. I mean, her. I love Daenerys though. Like, I, I do love too. her storyline too. I did too. There was times where she got on my nerves. Sometimes, yeah, agree for sure. But Arya, oh, so good. Yeah, and her perseverance. Like, she was alone. Uh huh. I love. I just love that. It's insane. Yeah. I just got back from Croatia, <gasps> and you, Lily, have to go. Wow. I, the whole time I was with a group, none of them would watch Thrones. I literally would randomly be like. Dracarys. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. I was walking around like yeah. this. The steps. Yeah. I was like, lose shitting my dick. Wow. And pe- uh, my friends didn't get it. Yeah. No. I mean, it's I'm beautiful. Too. I'm, I'm on your level. I went to Girona in Spain. Oh. Which is where the steps where Arya became a girl with no name, <gasps> and then also the wow. church, the shame church oh, with okay. Cersei. So I literally had the app that there's like a little a sound that you push the little button and then it rings a bell and it goes shame and I was playing it like a lunatic and (laughs) I mean the fandomonium is like next level here but I don't know I enjoy it like I want to be a nerd. I'm a nerd deep uh-huh. down, but I like I want to I want to be that person. So that's fine. I'm yeah. good with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, the stairs, the walk of shame, like steps or whatever. I was like, this is insane. Yeah, and it's actually really small. Yeah. And then when we were there, we were talking to people who said basically like they expanded it visually and it made it look wow. so much bigger than it was. So seeing those things in person. And I also went to the Alcazar um, Palace in Seville, Spain. They did a lot in Spain. Uh, you love Spain, right? Yeah. Okay. And that's where the, the Dornish were. So okay. that you see all that, like there's, if you want to go on like a full on Game of Tour, Game of Thrones, like tour. visiting tour, tour you can Game go to every European country and find something. Wow, yeah, so cool, so cool. Yeah, Croatia. I think you and your man should do a trip there. I want to go, and I heard there's a really um, it's great nice. beach there too. Yeah. yeah, there's also it's like. You can definitely go when you're like, I just went with some of my college friends. And so like some of us were just, you know, we were trying to do it the, you know, college way. Yeah. But like if you want to be bougie, they have nice spots too. And it's like, it's so cool because it's literally like in a castle, but it like almost has that Greece vibe. Yeah. Where it's like there's water everywhere. It's beautiful. So European beach clubs. Like mm-hmm. it's very fun. It's on my list. It was after like Japan. My favorite. <laughs> you need to go to Japan. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to go. You would like get so much fashion inspo there. I just need to be there. Yeah. I've heard so many amazing things. Mm-hmm. I've only been once and I definitely want to go back. Yeah. Tokyo. Ugh. It's on my list. You got to sure. Okay. Well, Lily, this has been so fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your wise words. And I just think you're the coolest. Oh, ditto. So um, thank you so much. And where can everyone follow you and get click stuff? So you can follow Click at, at ClickTheLabel. Okay. And of course, ClickTheLabel.com. You can purchase a plethora of items. We have actually a really amazing inventory right now. Mm-hmm. And me at, at Lily Dell. Definitely, guys, go follow her. Go buy a bodysuit or just anything from Click. It's so buttery. It's delicious. The fabric is so good. And you will wear it. Like, I wear this all the time. You're so sweet. So definitely go check it out and follow her because she's, like, the coolest girl ever. And, um, yeah, make someone's day this week. Love you guys. See ya. (laughs) 